Take your Bible and turn to Matthew 14. Uh, from here we will read about John the Baptist. At that time Herod the Tetrarch heard the reports about Jesus, and he said to his, and he said to his attendants, This is John the Baptist. He has risen from the dead. That is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Now Herod had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John had been saying to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of the people because they considered John a prophet. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced for the guest and pleased Herod so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was distressed, but because of his oaths and his dinner guests, he ordered that her request be granted and had John beheaded in the prison. His head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl who carried it to her mother. John's disciples came and took his body and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus. Now, all of the things that Jesus had been doing were getting a lot of attention, um, so much so that Herod had many had heard many things about him, and Herod thought that John the Baptist had returned from the dead in another body. Uh, obviously, Herod did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah, but he did believe that John had some kind of power. Um, he had believed that John had returned from the dead after his execution. Um, the deal was with Herod that Herod had taken the wife of his brother for his own his brother Philip's wife now John had warned Herod that it was a sin for him to have his brother's wife John made no bones about it he, he told Herod it was a sin and so Herod got mad and had John arrested John was arrested for pointing out sin in the life of the ruler um, he didn't let fear stop him from trying to lead Herod to repentance. And I think this was typical of John. You know, he certainly had no fear of being seen as different or of being criticized. Uh, this was a man who lived in the wilderness and ate wild honey and locusts. You know, he wore clothing made from camel hair, and he, cry and he cried out about the kingdom of God, telling people to repent and be baptized. So John was not your typical person, I guess you could say. He was a man who lived out in the wilderness and ate bugs and ate, uh, you know, and ate wild honey. And he had no fear, as I've said, of being criticized, it would seem. He very plainly told Herod, and I'm sure also his wife, um, that their union was a sin. It was not lawful for uh, them to be married to each other for whatever reason. There's a couple of reasons actually why, but I might want to get into that here. Um, and so Herod's wife did not like John. And there came a time to where uh, Herod's birthday was happening and um, his stepdaughter danced in front of him and everybody and he promised her that he would give her whatever she wanted basically and her mother 
took advantage of the opportunity, knowing that the king could not or would not back down from his vow that he had made. So John the Baptist was beheaded and he died a martyr's death. And you know, this is how John lived his faith. He lived it without letting fear prevent him from following God. Uh, you know, when he was in jail, he did question whether Jesus was the Messiah. You know, I think a lot of us have our doubts, you know, when we get into situations in our life. And it, Jesus effectively responded that he was indeed the Messiah. So, yes, John was human and had his doubts and fears, but he chose to rise above those things and stand for God. And it was his stand for God that got him beheaded. You know, Herod had his stepdaughter, Salome, dance before him on his birthday, and in doing so, agreed to provide her, basically, with uh, the head of John the Baptist, because that's what she wanted. And, you know, now Herod had realized he had done a stupid thing by making this foul, but he felt he had to follow through with it, and uh, in order to save his reputation, I guess, you know, this shows you, you know, watch what you promise, people. You know, because you might you might be called on it and you might not like it. We, a lot of times we make foolish vows and promises. Then when it comes time to fulfill those, we're like, oh, I wish I hadn't have done that. It's so stupid. This is going to cost me so much. And, it, you know, but we do that. We make foolish vows, just like Herod did. And it's a lesson that we can learn from Herod. Watch what we promise. And, you know, about John, you know, we would, we would do well to be like John was. You know, now hopefully our faith will not mean being killed for it. You know, most of us will not die for our faith. But, you know, there have been untold many who have. You know, it's, you know, something that you see on the news sometimes. You know, even like over in places like Iraq and Syria, the Christians are being persecuted and killed for their faith. You know, nobody wants to die like that. Nobody wants to die. I mean, nobody, I don't think anybody wants to have to die for Jesus. You know, we all want to live as long as we can, I think. You know, but when we are persecuted uh, because, of, because we say that Jesus is the Son of God and paid for everybody's sins, people don't like to hear that, and sometimes their hatred of Christianity or, or Jesus will be so great that they will actually kill people for saying Jesus is God and you know we see it on the news and you know about over in the Middle East and sometimes we can even see it over here in the United States and uh, we must remember though that John even though he was a martyr for his faith he had his fears and doubts. So we should not feel so uh, unconfident about ourselves when we have fears because John had them. John had doubts. You know, when God had to reassure him personally, you know, he had, you know, he had to reassure John, hey, this is, you know, hey, you're doing the right thing. You're, you know, you're believing the right thing. I am the son of God. And because of whatever situations that happen in our lives, we get into doubts, and we doubt sometimes whether God is still with us or whether we belong to God even, you know, and uh, he has to reassure us 
that's just because of the human beings, the, the weak human beings we are. He knows that, and he, and he reassures us. And remember that even though we fail Christ like Peter did, like, and like David did and others, he, has always, he always has his hand out to pick us up when we fall down. Sin is forgiven, and remember that he wants to cleanse us of the mud we get into. You know, when we fall down and we sin, we get dirty. It's not just our, I mean, it's, we, we just feel dirty, you know, when we're damaged. He wants to wipe that off of us and to help us start over and get, you know, get back up and get back to work serving him. You know, I've had times in my life where I've lapsed in serving God, um, there was a time to where I had quit preaching, you know, doing you know doing what I felt like God called me to do, and uh, I, after a certain amount of time, I got back into it, and um, I believe that God used the unfortunate things in my life to uh, get me into the position to where I I would start back uh, preaching, and so that is the way God is. He takes unfortunate things in our lives and tries to use them to work to our advantage to help us to prosper. You know, and uh, folks, I just want to say as I close this uh, program today, I want to thank you all for listening to this uh, podcast and I hope that it has been a blessing of some sort to you all. Um, I feel like this is something that I need to do in order to serve God, you know, to spread the word, to preach. And um, I'll say this, I don't have a regular schedule on when I put these things up. I try to do them often. So, uh, and I, I just hope that this podcast or this ministry is a blessing to somebody out there. And, um, uh, I just pray that God will continue to reveal things to me, reveal his word to me, and give me the words to say, to spread them, to spread those uh, things out there to people who need to listen. And uh, I want to say that uh, Jesus Christ, people, has paid for your sins. Your sins are paid for and wiped out. You know, all you have to do is to accept Christ. You know, God will come knocking on your door at some time saying, hey, this is your chance to be saved. He might even be doing it now if it's your time, if it's the time he has picked for you to have a chance to be saved. They, this may well be it. And you'll know it beyond the shadow of a doubt when you sense the Holy Spirit uh, urging you to salvation so that uh, you can be saved and be part of the kingdom of God. And folks, there's nothing greater than to know that you are a part of the kingdom of God because you have a personal connection with God, the creator of the universe. You know that you are indwelt by the Holy Spirit and that you are don't have anything to worry about when you die he has paid for your sins and he is there to help you and to reassure you and pick you up when you fall down 
or when bad things happen to you. And so I pray that if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, then you would do so now because you never know when your last chance is going to be. And um, I will close here. And uh, until next time, you all, thank you for listening to the Christian Bible Study Ministry.